Humboldt Holding Up is sponsored by the North Coast Co-op and Humboldt Hydroponics. You know, uh, the North Coast Co-op, no mystery that it's the favorite grocery store of Humboldt Holding Up. We go there for lunch all the time. Andrew, I know you love the solids. Also the and- Poke Bowls, but I shouldn't <laughs> say I shouldn't say that out loud because then there'll be a rush on the Poke Bowl. <laughs> Well, anyway, whatever it is that you love, they've got it there at the North Coast Co-op. Go check them out at both Arcata and Eureka. And Humble Hydroponics, they are located at 1302 Union Street. That is uh, right next to the Broadway Cinema, unless in case you don't have a map in, in your brain. Uh, you can visit them there and their knowledgeable staff will help you with all your growing needs. Humble Hydroponics, locally owned and operated. It's Humboldt Holding Up, the most serious, unfunny, bare bones podcast. Yeah. Saying it straight all the time in Humboldt County. I'm Stephanie McGarry. And I'm Andrew Goff. Yeah, we figure, you know, the last two years have been really fun for everyone. Now it's time to get down to business. So no joy. Set it aside. We have we we have we have stuff to get to. Yeah, we don't like don't don't need it to be funny around here in the interest of that today on the show we have josh barnes and uh you know whether you know it or not uh, there's a there's a fair share of people in our in our little corner of california here that have a deep love and respect for the the craft of comedy and many of these people uh regularly gather at the savage henry comedy club in eureka they go there for yucks and community it's like a it's like a little church that they've cultivated but with Fart jokes. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. Josh Barnes. He's he he regularly performs there, and um, well, he's a he's a comedian who who just happens to dwell in a very rural place, not regularly associated with opportunity for aspiring comedians. Um, and yet, I would say I don't know. I see Josh and his crew seem to have a lot of fun. So I think we were interested in trying to figure out how he can justify uh, a life so ludicrous. So what do, what do you say? <laughs> We say we talk to Josh. So let's get him in here. Let's see. Josh Barnes is connecting to audio. You can you you can hear us fine. Yes. You got a good. Right. I like I like your. You're looking very cozy. You're just kind of like la- lounging. Got your. I, I found somewhere. <laughs> I had to find somewhere quiet and somewhere that didn't look too messy. But are you are you laying are you laying on your stomach right now? <laughs> I am laying on my stomach right now. If you could, I've I've you. never experienced this. I've <laughs> this never seen first... anybody do this. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I like to get comfortable. When you once you were like, hey, there's no uh, there's no camera. You don't have to worry about anything. I'm like, cool, yeah. man. I'll lay down. I'll get comfortable. Take your glasses <laughs> off for a second. I do that sometimes. I take my glasses off. I just go. I, okay, oh, everybody you know? get everybody get just yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh that man. actually feels oh. that actually feels pretty nice. Yeah, but now, but now yeah. you you just look like blurb. How long how long have you how long have you wore glasses, Josh? Uh, off and on for well, since like sixth grade, seventh grade. Okay, uh, was that then, was that a big deal when you got them? It was a big deal because I thought it would help me look better, and then uh, <laughs> it helped me be cooler. And then uh, I took a lot of time learning, uh, watching like the romance movies and stuff, and learn how to take off my glasses and flick my hair i didn't have hair before but to flick my yeah. hair to the side and uh so like yeah i you know once once i got the hair it was complete and i was like you know i should definitely wear my glasses more because it's, like, it's uh, like a like she's all that you know like you so like yeah, you, you take off you... the glasses and all of a yeah. sudden you're like super hot is that yeah pretty much except for mine is kind of in reverse <laughs> like when i put the glasses on it's like whoa he's like a lot more sexier than he was before so it's like a little <laughs> bit of blow it's like, okay. you know well, I appreciate uh, your willingness to do that, do this. And uh, so I thought, you know, we just start out just talking about like the, these last two years and, and, and what we've been through and the, and the effect that that COVID has had on the comedy scene here in Humboldt, because um, something I think I noticed is that, you know, while while I assume y'all probably weren't pulling in massive crowds, I think out of any local venue through the pandemic, for better or worse, you know, Savage Henry Comedy Club was was putting on the most shows, you know, still trying to have something for people to do. You know, I, I yeah. for the most part, took two years off from going to things. But I just wonder, like, what this experience has been like for you and your fellow comedians? Like, what 
how did you fill that space uh, with with material and and people or or not? Well, yeah, it was in the beginning. It was pretty hard. You know, we were doing show a lot of shows outside in the in the back that, yeah. parking lot. And yeah. so that was that was like interesting, but it was like it was cool to see us still like thrive and try to figure out a way to make it happen, you know, and bring comedy. And like during the pandemic, like, you know, even though we weren't allowed to do shows and do things like that, we still found ways to bring comedy to try to do that. And what it also allowed the comics, you know, myself included to do was to also continue to get better. So while a lot of people were stopping and like not doing comedy, we were allowed to like continue to sharpen and get better so that when things started to resume, we were already in gear, you know? So it was, it was, uh, it was interesting to see like, like how everybody reacted and to watch our scene, like come together and find different ways to make things happen. Mm -hmm. And like to still put on like good shows and through everything that was going on to watch us still like find a way to make it happen. Can you give me like an example of that? Like a, a way that you can, that COVID stretched you or, or these, these, these conditions forced you to get better? <laughs> uh, okay, so like I had, for me personally, I had just came off of doing an album not too long ago. So right okay. before COVID hit, I had just came off of, of performing my album. So now I was in the midst of, you know, rebuilding, starting, you know, to build towards doing a whole new hour and like, you know, sharpening stuff and then everything closed down. Yeah. So then it was like, okay, I was supposed to go out of town and go do shows. I was supposed to go and, you know, right before the pandemic and everything shut down, I was literally supposed to go out of town that weekend yeah. and uh, go to Oregon and do shows. And like to watch like everything shut down and be like, oh, well, how am I still going to grow and figure out how to do jokes, you know, and be better? Uh, my method isn't always just writing. I have to actually like write and go and do it like to fill it, you know, in my head to see if it's something I really want to do. So it was like trying to figure out these different ways and then still go and have like, you know, at least the comics around and us to go and do comedy out in the back, you know, like I say, in the parking lot to still have that, like, you know, keeping our, so, you know, distance, but yeah. to still have that, that group around to have our like camaraderie around and to still be able to do the things that we wanted to do and grow as comics. So like, like it gave me a chance to like now, instead of just having like a few jokes that I want to do, uh, I, I, I just recently started going out of town again. Like I'm ready to do, do another hour. Like, you know, yeah. I'm fine. You know, like I'm comfortable in that. So like, it it allowed me to like still work and like find a way to grow, you know? And yeah. like, so to like, like I say, it's just, it's, it was really, it's, I'm really proud of our community and like Savage Henry as a whole, like just the way that we made it happen yeah. and grinded it. Like I said, like, like, and to watch the comics, just the growth of the comics, yeah. you know, and watch people come in town who've been doing comedy and go, oh my goodness, like these guys are amazing. Like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, we, we've been grinding. We've been up here doing it, you know, the whole time. We never stop. It seems like a hard, a hard thing to keep doing during COVID, at least the earlier times of the, of the pandemic, because I think of other jobs or other, you know, forms of expression that, you know, work a, a little better as being just doing it on your own you know in isolation or even with just a few other people but like with comedy you really have to be able to get that feedback that audience feedback to be able to tell if your material is working or not right, right. yeah and yeah. so yeah that was that was pretty tough and like I said it was good like we didn't have a lot of like we didn't actually didn't have a lot of crowd in general for you know a while just because you know nobody was coming out and even the comics were kind of worried about coming out. But like once we like I said, just having enough of us around to do comedy, you know, and then as the crowds would trickle in and start the, you know, with the the different mandates and everything. Mm -hmm. And that was our chance to grow. Like right now, like just last night at the open mic, it was almost like a full house. You okay. know, okay. All like, right. And like just seeing like people show up and being like, you know, like, oh my God, you know, like comedy's back. And then also see that 
you know, the comics who have been there grinding, like how much they appreciated it and deserve, you know, like this, because we have been grinding through this whole thing, you know? Yeah. 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 That was something we were kind of wondering about too, is how the, how it's starting to go now. And it sounds like people are coming back because, you know, shows are, I mean, shows have been happening the whole time, but they're starting to happen more now, but it does kind of seem like a lot of people are, are still a little bit uneasy about about going out right um, yeah yeah it's still like you know people are still appre- a lot of apprehension you know and we still obviously like you know people come in wearing their mask and you know and things like that and we keep them you know separated as possible but it's it's been picking up recently with you know like the different <clears throat> sorry with the different like you know saying rules and different things like that we've been seeing more and more people show up yeah. uh to see the comedy and see people like tell jokes like i was at uh i was at the shanty the other night and it was the first time that i spent like you know an extended am- amount of of time there just like you know seeing people that i haven't run into in two years and like we're talking and just like does and, and, and we were all just like is this is this awkward like do we feel awkward do we know how to be around people and converse like i and and everyone kind of agreed like yeah we're we we feel like we lost a step in just like how to be social i don't know, do you do you do you feel that at all oh yeah i mean like outside of the i don't the, i don't hang out outside of the comedy community so like <laughs> so, that's your so, special I, I, yeah so, yeah I, yeah so yeah i know i just talked about like oh it's good to have everybody around but that's about it like you know i would go to work because, uh, you know, I go to my job and I go home, come take care of the kids, play with the kids, go do comedy. And that was it. So, like, yeah, it was going out. I didn't do any anything else socially, mm-hmm. you know, like or anything else. So like any other interaction that I had outside of work or everything was completely awkward for me. Um, it's still weird. <laughs> even when people even at the show, sometimes people will come up and talk to me. And I'm like, oh, you're talking like we're having a conversation. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's, like, just, oh. that's what this is. I, I forgot. Yeah, this is what this is. yeah. Do I walk away now? What do I do? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so like, yeah, that part has been like, you know, it's it's fine because it's been within my own community and like, you know, the comedy community. But outside of that, it's been all awkward. It's yeah, been all yeah. awkward. Anywhere I go, it's been awkward. So I keep looking for like an Xbox to in, to click on people. Like, oh, I'm trying to close this window, but no, you're standing, <laughs> yeah. you're standing right in front of me. But like, how, 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 how big? How big is like the 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 core? Like the Savage Henry core? How many how many comedians is that? Um, off the top of my head, I would say at least seven to ten. Okay, I could be underestimating um i mean like uh as far go as go ahead and dr- go, know, ahead and go through the roster dro- drop the names go anyway. through the roster yeah, yeah. Let, let's go ahead and get yeah. me in trouble let's go ahead yeah. and do that do yeah. I leave off the who list? counts and who doesn't yeah. <laughs> well we of course had um chris durant right came on the the podcast before yeah right yeah a long time ago he was one of our like early guests right golf i think yeah, yeah, back like, in the first at the 12th one we didn't know what we were doing uh, yeah yeah not that we do the... now but like yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was like when covid when like covid first started right like mm-hmm. it was like back when everything yeah. first started shutting down yeah yeah because we yep. we just want you know because the idea for this was like we we weren't seeing any people in person anymore so we we're just trying to think of a way to still be able to engage with our community uh without getting their yucky germs yeah uh, yeah that makes so, sense yeah, so this zooming is, as we all know, is the is the the way to safely communicate now. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We went through we went through a Zoom comedy phase too. We did that. Yeah. Too. We did we, all we, of ta- it. we talked about that with Chris and how much that how difficult that was just yeah. because of like what I talked about earlier. You know, mm-hmm. to, when you're doing comedy to not a live audience it's yeah. gotta be pretty weird <laughs> yeah it's pretty is it that was a that was a very interesting phase and i was like i'd rather be outside in the cold trying to figure yeah. this out yeah yeah doing this zoom stuff but, but like yeah oh, i had a i did have one really fun zoom experience uh it was during the during the fest i let my son me and my son co-hosted and it okay. was pretty funny. My nine-year-old son got to do comedy for the first time, and he thought it was like uh, one of the greatest things. Oh. Do, you remember, do you remember any of his material? Can you do? <laughs> can you do your nine-year-old son's material? 
Uh, I well, the thing is, I I wrote all his material, so yeah, oh. I, I, I probably okay. could. I you know, I wrote it. It was, but no, it was great. It was a great experience, and like I'll never, I'll never forget that. That was the one Zoom experience where I was like, this is, I could do this. Like this is great. Yeah. But other than that, Zoom, yeah, the Zoom comedy was very tough. Yeah. Very tough. Is your son continuing to to do comedy? Is this something yeah. he's interested are, are you in? Encouraging this. I'm encouraging it. I'm trying to get him out there. He almost went last Sunday. I got him, uh, you know, I, t- I try to get him. It's it's always late. It's after nine. So, it's, you know, he's got to go to school and stuff. And sure. so he was out of school on Monday. And I was like, you know what? Hey, let's go do comedy. And he was excited about it all the way up until about an mm-hmm. hour out. <laughs> so, <laughs> he was so all you, for it. So. so are you are you going are you you're going back out on the road? Is that is that in the near future? Yes, I am. I'll be going back out to Oregon uh, in April. Uh, I actually got two uh, two weekends in April uh, in Oregon. And then um, I'll be also going to like Elko, Nevada in like July. Elko, Nevada? Yeah, what that was a... Hell is that that? Was, yeah, that that's was the, a, That's the other that Humboldt County. One. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh. excited about that one. Is where? Okay. That's, it's in, is, is, isn't Elko in Humboldt County, Nevada? Oh, no, wait. Oh, no, I'm wrong. Okay. There is a, there is a Humboldt County, Nevada over there. Okay. Oh, because that would be good. Oh, that's good to was, know. That's actually, but... I'm, I'm going to look it up later now. That's good yeah. to know. Yeah. yeah, Humboldt. It's right. It's right before Elko. It's a, yeah, Winnemucca. Sorry, Winnemucca, Nevada is in Humboldt County. Nevada. My apologies. Okay. <laughs> so we had we had this whole we had this whole plan once that we were gonna like take like rent a bus and and take a bus from Eureka all the way over to Winnemucca and like just rush the bars there. Yeah, it's a very it's a small town, but we were just gonna bring all the 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 California Humboldt energy to Humboldt Nevada and you know I don't know what our end goal was with it. We just thought we would blow minds <laughs> and, and freak people out. But you know what. I, I might out. try to do that for you now. Thank I'll try you. to okay. do, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll, try to see if I, I'll try to see if I can make that happen. It's going to be a okay. group of us. That would I'm good. Be pretty great. sure they'll be interested. So. Savage Henry, Humboldt County, Nevada takeover. There you go. <laughs> I'm pitching it. There you go. Well, well so like, com- how about this then? Like, compare and contrast for me, like, you know, taking your material, as you say, you got, you got an hour on the road versus performing it here in front of people who have probably, you know, heard most of your stuff before like what are, what are the pros and cons of doing comedy in a small rural place like Humboldt so like I've done the out-of-town stuff and I love doing out-of-town stuff because it reminds you that you're still funny because yeah, of, yeah. You, you know because people do get tired of hearing your same stuff over and over again <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. but also at the same time um, doing shows here is weird enough that enough people might not have seen you do comedy okay so like it's the a lot of people know about the club but a lot of people also don't know about the club yeah so it's there's been quite a few times where people have come through and like this is my first comedy show i didn't even know there was a comedy club in humble county yeah and so like i get it like sometimes it's like oh you know somebody will come up and say i've heard you say that before you know and it was funny and you feel like a weird way about it but then (laughs) (laughs) but then somebody will come up and say this is my first time ever seeing comedy and i've lived here for x amount of years yeah. so like it's a good mix it's it's a weird mix like or people will say i've heard of the club just never came yeah. or i came to the club never seen you yeah. which is weird so like you know there's there's always a good balance and sometimes it does get annoying because you're like i you know yeah you're gonna hear me tell this joke and i'm pretty sure you've heard me tell this joke a million times but also have you heard it in this structure like you know (laughs) 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 have you heard it in this format with this inflection (laughs) yeah because i figure like it must it must require you to you know flex muscles that comedians who only tour don't never have to flex like you have to you know you, you you have to get better in a different way yeah, and that's the good, and that's the other good thing. Like I was saying about like you know us still getting to do comedy and like you know the community is because you do tell the same jokes and then you realize you've seen your friends and your friends are looking at you, 
do comedy <laughs> and tell those same jokes, you're like, maybe I should try something a little bit different. And so it pushes you, you know, it pushes me to continue to do stuff. And I know it does that for a few other comics, too, to just continue to write because you're like, I know that you guys have seen me do this before. And, you know, I don't want to do that. So like in my bag, like in my bag of tricks, I have a set that I know I can go and do. And I'll say, hey, this 10 minute set is, you know, it's good. It's going to be great. Um, I'll do it at a show. It's fine. I'm going to continue to practice doing this one joke a million times, though, Mm -hmm. and until I get it right the way that I want to. Um, But, you know, like so like it's it's a weird balance, you know. Yeah. Having this conversation, something occurred to me that never has before really weirdly which is that like a a, a comedian's job is so different than say you know a a musician because when people go to see like a band that they like they want them to play the stuff that they've already heard they're like oh yeah play my favorite song but with a comedian and, and of course most of the time you're not necessarily going to see a, the same comedian over and over but you know if you're you don't want to see them do the same jokes that you've already yeah, heard yeah. heard them they'll, tell they'll get mad at you <laughs> yeah people yeah. will actually get mad like hey you already told that i've heard you tell that joke before uh, i've literally i've literally funny. had that habit sometimes i'm yeah. like yo i've heard that you told that joke like last week and i'm like yeah man that was yeah because i'm still working on that joke i wanted to be good <laughs> You'll right. probably continue if it's good. You'll continue to hear it probably for he's quite like, a bit. Like, how many yeah. times has Paul Simon done the sounds of silence? Give me a break. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is exactly. so interesting. Like, why is it that with in hearing a, a a joke again, it just because doesn't a, have the same impact? Because we're joke, like, hey, I don't like a jo- that. A joke is like a magic trick, right? Like, you, you, you if you know what it is, you've you've seen the steps then yeah it's not a surprise i guess guess so right it needs to have a little bit of surprise for the impact yeah and that's where you get the little things like the inflections of Mm -hmm. the little you know the little things like that but what also happens is you'll do a joke and somebody might like it and then when they bring somebody else who hasn't heard the joke they're like hey 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 pay attention here, pay attention. This is what's yeah. about to happen. Pay attention to this point. If it's a good joke, yeah. they'll be like, "Hey, I heard this one. You should probably that one's pretty funny, right?" You know, so right. I, you know, you, you can get it. You can get it both ways. The one of the best compliments I ever got was I was out of town and I did a show in Portland, and then I had a follow up show like an hour later somewhere else in Portland, and a man happened to see me do comedy at both places, and he was like, "I saw you do pretty much the same jokes." with minus one thing that you did different and it was still funny and oh, i was good. like i was like oh, okay yeah and i was like yeah. thanks man <laughs> like, all right that's good that's really good like, a connoisseur yeah so like it's like yeah. it's cool because you know you do you do build fans and you'll get people who like like your stuff and that will like people will be like i like one specific joke you know, there's one joke that you tell. There is, I've had, like, there's one specific joke that I tell that recently that people have been like, hey, dude, like, I really love that joke. And, like, and so, like, I'll tell that one or they'll tell people to be like, oh, man, like, I love it when he does that joke. So, like, sometimes it works out. I guess that is true, too. Sometimes we don't mind watching like, the same stuff again. It just has to be really good. But it's got to be really good. It's got to be, yeah, yeah. it's got to be really good. For comedy, it's got to be really good. It's got to be really, really yeah. good. <laughs> that's like, that's hard. Man. Yeah. With music, it could be okay. It's yeah, yeah. And even if it's kind right. of crappy, probably a lot of people will still like it. But like with yeah. comedy, it's got to be good, you know, to make people laugh. I'm kind of curious a little bit about like how material has changed since covid like is everybody just telling covid jokes now <laughs> I, no, imagine that, yeah. I imagine that would get pretty old but that, i would say it changed in the be in the beginning there was like you know obviously there was a few covid jokes and like stuff like that but it was mostly just like people's different experience during covid you know like yeah. like you know uh i like in, in our community i'm like one of the few that has kids so like during COVID, I was like, I was talking about like being at home and having to be like my kids uh, lunch lady and like 
principal. Like, you know, like, you know, so it's like, you know, whereas like also when I had to go to work, I would talk about like, you know, watching people have to get their shots or something like that, you know? And so like, but then somebody else would have an experience where they would talk about COVID. So it was like, it was there and it was brief and it was in the moment, but like nobody specifically talks about it because we've already like, we've been progressing. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's like, it's like, you know, keeping up with the times where like when somebody, when they do bring it up and when it's something that's brought up, we talk about it, but it's not, it's, it hasn't fully like it's not nobody's doing just all COVID material. Like yeah. you know, like no nobody nobody's dropping five hot hot minutes and spending COVID material. Well, yeah, it's like it's too. It's like That's you know, people people are are just confronted with COVID all day long. It's like you know, and part of going out is being you know escaping from your your day. It's. I, I don't know. I think I would be bummed out if I heard nothing but COVID jokes. That, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. So they, yeah. The jokes, like I said, there's a few jokes and they'll happen here and there. And like when it first happened, it was like big because, you know, that's what everybody was talking about. But, you know, like now as you know, we've kind of moved past COVID and like we're on other issues and just living life and talking about everything. So it's like it's not specifically yeah. all COVID related, you know. Yeah. So you're you're working on your Ukraine uh, chunk, <laughs> man. Uh, it's crazy. We were at the mic and like uh, I think nobody. I think we were all just kind of realizing what was happening right as one comic mentioned it. We were all like, he mentioned it on stage, and we were like, what? And then uh, look at your look at your phones. And, and- yeah, and I saw a bunch of people look at their phones and go. Oh shoot! Oh, oh okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, this is what's happening right now. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of having, a, yeah, no we'll Ukraine. Take, yeah, we'll take time to process that. In there. Yeah. Well, well, Josh, some, something we like to do uh, on this show is, is you know, just get people's stories of how they ended up in Humboldt. And I, you know, we're, when we were chatting yesterday, I mentioned like I don't, I don't know you that well, and so like I don't know, like I don't even know if you were born here or if you grew up here. So like what? Oh yeah, where did you come from? I came here from Riverside, California. I was I was actually stationed down there, Um, and so I came up here with at the time my wife um, and my kid, my son, and she got a job up here as a lawyer. And so um, uh, after we separated, I just stayed up here, you know, to be near my son, and I was already. you know, starting to become, you know, get into the comedy scene up here. Mm. So, yeah. So that's how I came up here. And that was about six or seven years ago. Okay. And when you say okay. station, do you, cause you were, you were in the military? Yeah, I was in the military. Um, okay. I had 14 years, uh, six as a like active duty and eight as a full-time reservist or, or art. Okay. Um, and so, yeah. And what, what, what branch? Air force. Okay. Oh, okay. And so, and what? So, what brought? So, your your ex came up here to 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 lawyer in Humboldt. Yeah, she came up here. Yeah. And, yep, she came up here to lawyer, and yeah. then uh, yeah, and then and then uh, we uh, yeah, it worked out for her pretty well. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah, and then so I, I stayed up here and I, I had already started doing comedy up here and kind of just now getting into the scene. There was actually a good crop of us that had just started right around that time, kind of like a new wave of us. So it was like I had just started uh, and as far as people who are still here, Trevor Lockwood yeah. and Jessica Grant and Evan Vest, we had all kind of got here around the same time to this area as far as like com as far as the comedy goes uh jessica yeah. lived here for a while uh but trevor and evan and i uh and uh, all moved here from different places so we all got into the comedy scene around the same time yeah. so like um it was pretty cool and it was he, pretty pretty fun so you say like six or seven years ago that's when you that's when you started doing comedy i think so yeah i could be off by a year but yeah, yeah. After after being in the Air Force for fourteen years, yeah, I actually started while I was in the Air Force, like in okay. the I was, so like I was in the reserves, in like the reserves, okay, full, yeah, full time reserves, and um, I started doing comedy probably like six months before I moved up here, seven months okay. before I moved up here. So tell me, tell me about like the that first time 
getting up the 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 cojones to get on stage oh uh, that that's a actually that's an interesting story i so before this before you know i got into doing comedy i did music okay while i was mm-hmm. doing music my friends would you know constantly try to talk me into doing comedy they were like, hey, dude, we think you're a very friendly person. You should probably do comedy. And I went on for a solid seven years. Like, I'm not not exaggerating, just a constant, hey, you should do comedy. You should do comedy. And we would go watch comedy shows in mm. Temecula. <clears throat> and uh, I finally made uh, some kind of bet deal with one of my friends uh, that if I saw an open mic sign at this one place that we always went to and there was never an open mic sign, I would, I do comedy. Okay. And we went there and it just happened that they put one up for the first time ever. And I had to do comedy. (laughs) (laughs) But did you have any comedy prepared? I did. So, had you you written anything, or did you just go up and do like? Here's a funny voice. I got. I got got lucky. I got lucky because it was like a Friday. The show was on a Sunday. The place was far away, so I was able to talk my way out of doing that one, but also agreeing to do comedy. Okay. So. Once I did that, he I signed up for a class because okay. I'm one of those people who was like, I want to if I'm gonna do it, I want to learn it. I read, I, you know, I tried to read a book about it. I made it like, <laughs> I made like a chapter through comedy and was like, I don't get it. You know, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing. I had stuff written down. I went to this class. There was ten of us in this class in Orange County, and we was like, come back with a two minute set. Mm-hmm. And I came back, and the first thing I noticed is that there was only seven of us in the class now. <laughs> yeah. People weed themselves out. Yeah. yeah, and I and I came through, and I didn't tell jokes the way that my teacher told jokes. My teacher was very punchline delivery. You know, his his the best joke that he had. Just to give you an idea, the best joke that he had was, uh, "So my grandmother got breast implants." but they were filled with helium. I asked my grandpa how he felt about it. And he said, well, and that was, just, that was, that was yeah, I mean, exactly. That, I mean, that you know, was, we laughed. You know, I, mean, I, mean, yeah. I knew, I, I knew where it was going. Yeah. That's the that was, that was the, the, like his, his best joke, like the best, you know, that was the creme of the creme. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, and, like, just and, do that. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I don't tell jokes like that. You know, I don't know how to tell. I just tell kind of like stories that turn into jokes kind of thing. And so like I did my first two minutes set and he was like, that's cool. I don't think you should be here. I don't know what you, <laughs> <laughs> you do a different kind of comedy than I do. And I can't really teach you anything. Okay. I can't help you. All so right. I don't think you should be here. You know? And okay. I was like, okay, well that's interesting. You know, so He's you like, could have uh, worded it differently, but all right. <laughs> So we go, we go through the whole class and it's like a six week class. By the end of it, we were supposed to just go do an open mic and it was supposed to just be a three minute open mic, but because everybody dropped out and the place that he reserved for us to do the open mic, there was only two of us now. Oh God. They were like, yeah, we're not going to do it. So we ended up doing an, an entire show. So my first set was a 10 minute set. That's a lot. Yeah. And it was pretty intense. And like, I was really into it. And like I go back, it's on YouTube. I go back and watch it, and I'm just oh, no. going like a, mi- a <laughs> oh, million miles a minute. Oh, I wish I'd known minute. before. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's great, and like I love it. I love looking back at it, and like, but that was literally my first. That's how it took. It was like probably like within a month of me, my friend, and me, or like a month of me saying that and talking to my friend. Yeah. I signed up for that class, and like finally did it. You you don't you don't cringe when you look back at that video. Oh yeah, I cringe. Oh, okay, but like, do, do you do you like that being out there? You like you know because I mean you're you you take yourself seriously as a comedian, and then this yeah. is out there like for people to find, and does that that doesn't bother you that like people that, are seeing you just starting out? No, 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 it doesn't bother me at all. It was my first. Is I mean my first comedy set. It was literally like I said, like maybe seven years ago, six, seven years ago. It doesn't bother me at all. I have like literally my first three or four sets on like, cause my first 
three yeah my first before i moved up here i i only got booked for shows i i did comedy backwards i because of because of that mike turning into a show and us having to do a show at that place and then them having to bring in people to do the show i ended up getting hooked up for other shows as like a young person who's just trying to you know young in comedy who's just trying to do comedy so like you know so for me it was like it was i got really fortunate in that sense and i was like you know i was a little nervous and that doesn't bother me nearly as much as like the first time that i did my open mic up here yeah Yeah. so so you've been doing comedy for about six months and then you moved to humboldt and mm-hmm. and and do you immediately find Savage Henry or like how how did how did that oh. connection get made? No, not at all. That's uh, that's also a weird, funny story. Um, that's yeah, why we're here. No. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be good. I wonder. I hope. I wonder. If she, I wonder if I should <laughs> let my ex know that this one's out there because she might want to hear it. <laughs> we, we, we can we can contact her. If you yeah, know. sure. <laughs> we we. We got up here and uh, I was trying to find the comedy scene for a while. And um, I ended up going to go do a comedy show. I mean, not going to a comedy show uh, and really embarrassing myself at the comedy show. But the person who took me to the comedy show um, is currently married to my <laughs> my wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh my god, that's where it gets all crazy. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, you well, anyway. natured about it, so you yes. can't be. Oh, yeah, fine, well, I mean, right? I mean, yeah, you know, time, time, time and everything. Yeah. I'm way past it, you know, that was a while ago, <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, he he was the one who actually took me to the comedy show, mm-hmm. and uh, the whole point was for me to meet this guy so he could show me where the open mics were, mm-hmm. and uh, I got really drunk in front of this dude Mm -hmm. and was really feeling myself um because (laughs) you know i i was like oh man this guy you know not you know he told a few jokes i was like oh man those jokes are were were not good you know (laughs) and you know i'm i'm you know i'm drunk it's been i've done four shows i'm i'm good i'm great i'm I'm one of the greatest comics that's ever lived you know You know, when I'm not usually like that, but the alcohol definitely pushed me towards that. I was it like, is, yeah, it let's does end. that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a false sense of confidence. Yeah. And so uh, he came up, and you know, he talked to me for a few minutes, and uh, he mentioned one of his jokes, and I was like, oh yeah, that was a horrible joke. I would have never done that joke. Uh, start, and then you yeah. did, and then I, and I, yeah, and I go, you did three of them. You did three Jesus jokes. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. And uh, immediately burn that bridge. And, he <laughs> and, now, and, he and you still me. can't perform at the church to this day. Yeah, I still can't perform yeah. there. The yeah. father doesn't like me there to this day. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no, I and so that guy, uh, he did not tell, and he was the only person I knew who did comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like he, I every time I'd see him, I try to talk to him, and you know it was kind of hard to get him to tell me where the comedy was, yeah. and then I finally found it and yeah. i found savage henry and i and i went to this is when we were at the eureka end and i went mm-hmm. to the eureka end and i signed up for the open mic and nando was running the mic and i was so nervous that was i was way more nervous to do that than i was to do like my first show because i was you yeah. know this, now this is completely new i don't know anybody yeah. here yeah, I don't have any with you before so yeah yeah so it was fine you know so like now you know this was all brand new and so that was that was way more. I'm getting even nervous just thinking about it. My hands are, you know, <laughs> but that yeah. that first that first one was really like, you know, like terrifying. But once I got like in there and I felt like comfortable again and like I met Chris probably at my third mic and then he put me on the comedy fest that they had coming up shortly at like, you know, right before or right after that. And so like that was when I really like kind of got in. And like I said, all of us were were starting to come in new, you know, come in. There was a new crop of comics coming through. So like I had just came in and I started doing the mic. And then shortly after I started doing the mic, Jessica and Trevor were also doing the mic. Evan showed up a a few months after that. And now we have like a new crop of comics who have been here, you know, filling in the scene and like, you know, doing stuff. 
Yeah, I've always been really like impressed with the the camaraderie that that y'all seem to enjoy. You know, because I because as you said, like I think it's it's tough to have to do you know comedy in front of the same people, and you end up doing your set in front of your fellow comedians all the time. And and yep. and yet I you know the shows that I've I've gone to it seems like they they are there to support and like I almost feel like there's a strategy to it like you know they're gonna laugh at like thirty percent just you know to like fill it or like I, I don't know like it seems like, it seems like you all have an agreement that's just like we're we're gonna like, we're gonna give you some laughs even though we've heard it like there's a there's a comic quota that we have yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we're we are all pretty tight. I will say that, like, we're a tight community. Like, I've gone out and I've seen like other communities, and like other com- communities are tight. But like, we we I honestly love being here. And like, anybody who usually comes up here and moves into this community, they're like, dude, this is like one of the you know, like I love yeah. it here. We have people who just moved up here, and I'm like, this scene is so cool because we do care about each other. Like, we care about each other. We're a group. You know, we all want to see each other succeed. We all want to see each other like thrive and like yeah. do good, you know. So like, it, it, yeah, it seems like people are like really protective of the scene. Uh, yeah. What do you mean protective? What do you mean, As like, mean like, 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 yeah. What do I mean by that? Yeah, <laughs> like, what do see, you mean by that? <laughs> I see, like, I've, I'll see people just on uh, online, like comedians in in that circle, just kind of talking about how much pride they have in you know what they've built and what and oh, yeah. and again kind of like talking about what you're saying about how they've seen other scenes and you know this one there's 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 not the beefs maybe that define other areas and so you know you're very like you know you want to uh maintain that level of harmony and and yeah. not just let anybody come in and 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 with with an ego or or you know somebody that's going to make things difficult for other people Right. I agree with that 100%. And that is 100% true. Like, we don't we don't have like beefs like that. Usually, like, you know, we try to keep it clean. And like, you know, because everybody really wants to see everybody succeed here. Like, you know, like, and that's truthfully, like all it is, like, we want to see each other go out, we want to see each other crush at shows, we want to see people like, you know, we want, we want people to come in town and see this community and be like, like, dang like this scene is hot you know and i will say like i think like pound for pound comedy wise like we we have like top-notch comedians like you know like we have like the we have jokes we have skills if you go and like look at our board there's literally like on our board everybody on that wall on one of our back walls back there everybody has done at least 30 minutes like you know a 30 minute set like you know like you can't say that yeah, about, I've, like, I, I've noticed that like it, it's like every once in a while. Okay, so and so headliner. This you know we're 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 doing yeah. like a special show around letting you know this person headline and like yeah. to give them that experience and and that cred and yeah that's, yeah that's awesome yeah yeah that's what I say. I mean like uh, every everybody. I think uh, coming up we have Lauren Brenner. Lauren Brenner is going to do hers, and that's going to be April fifteenth. Mm-hmm. and so like and she and she has her she's gonna have her picture up on the wall and like we are that's what we do like that's our community we we care like you know we want to see each other we want to we push each other to be like hey are you like you should be ready are you ready to be able to do this like you can do 30 minutes we believe in you for doing 30 minutes we'll show up we'll be there you like we have seen you do all your jokes and we have seen you do like your five minute and your 10 minutes and your 20 minutes yeah. and we're going to be there to watch you do your 30 and we're gonna watch you get your wings and fly off because we're like, like it's love in this community, like and it's on, real. And on, and on and on top of you know the, the the locals, I mean, like y'all must be doing something right to because people like Kyle Kinane keep coming back. I think Chris has earned a level of respect through you know his hustle and just like how well that festival like it just seems like it's fun for for comedians to come up here. It's because it's a, just a different world up here that they're not uh, they're not used to. Yeah, comedians love coming through here. Like we just had, like yeah, Kyle Kinane come. Um, he's coming back. Sam Talent's coming through. We get yeah, like Sam, you know, Sam's blown up. Uh, yeah, Eddie Pepitone came through. We get like a lot of big names, and like now it's picking up more because a lot of people didn't realize like that we have a comedy club right here. And once they get the second you get up here, everybody the second anybody gets up, they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. 
Yeah. It is such a, and like, it's like I say, it's between the community, the nature, like it's, it's becoming a place to go to. Just another reminder that Humble Holding Up is brought to you by the North Coast Co-op. And as somebody who uh, operates, works in Old Town Eureka, let me just say, when uh, those lunchtime hunger pangs hit, I find myself drawn to the salad bar at the North Coast Co-op. What I do is I, I go, I take the spinach. I really go overboard on the, uh, the, the, the tofu chunks. And then, <laughs> um, some, you know, a bunch of onions. I also, I'll throw some chicken in there with the tofu. I go heavy on the protein stuff is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it as much like not a vegetable salad as possible. <laughs> It was really hard for me, you know, the, the salad bar went away during COVID for obvious yeah, reasons for a little bit. I remember, um, I remember that was back. really hard on you. It was really yeah. hard on me, but it's yeah. back. And, uh, oh, and then I put, I, I cover it all with the, the balsamic vinaigrette. Uh, yeah. Cause it's like, in my mind, I'm doing something healthy for myself, but I don't know if I ultimately, that's what happens. I really, I, I, I like a, I like a fat salad. Well, there's no place better to make yourself a fat salad than at the uh, North Coast Co-op. So let's let's go get a salad right now, Andrew. I can't wait. Right now! So, Steph, there's a bunch of grow shops in Humble, right? I think so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and one of those happens to be Humble Hydroponics, which is located at 1302 Union Street. Do you know where that is? Uh, yeah, of course. That's right over by uh, the Broadway Cinema. That's correct. Yeah, there you go. And Humble Hydroponics is committed to helping their community through tough times by providing discounts, keeping prices down whenever possible. Oh, well, do, do they have soils, oh, nutrients, yeah. supplements? Yes. yes. Yeah. What about trellis, bamboo sticks, watering tools, pH uh-huh. solutions? Generally liquid. Look, they have lighting, LED and otherwise, trays, inserts, perlite, rock wool, fans, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. They have everything. And, and where is Humble Hydroponics located again? 1302 Union Street. Right. Right by the Broadway Cinema. Uh-huh. That's right. Give them a call at 707-443-4304. I, okay. You had, you mentioned before that uh, just before COVID, you had come out with an album, and uh, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit more about that. Is that now kind of what as you're going on the road? Are you sort of going to be doing that material now, like late? Oh, so or- after you after you do your album, that material is supposed to be retired. Okay, that's the right. It's 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 opposite in comedy world because you're like going yeah. out. Do, you're right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah, I know. It's, I, it's nobody's like we don't want to hear that again. Bring right, us I know. New. I forget because usually you record uh, it out. I mean, was it live? Like usually you're recording the the shows the shows that you're doing. You did it at Savage Energy, right? At, right. Yeah. We, yeah. I, I recorded, I was a, so far, I'm the only person who's recorded an album there. Um, oh. Like, we we have the headliner. We come through and, you know, everybody does their local headlining stuff. But so far, I was the one uh, who actually had an album recorded there. So I was real lucky to break that, that barrier and be the first one. Um, okay. And I recorded uh, Petty, it's called Petty Since 83. And I was like uh, two years ago, January, and it's okay. it's out um, through Next Up Comedy. Okay. Dot com. And I also actually it's it's so I signed a contract where it's streaming through the UK. Oh, okay. Oh, really? You signed yeah, so, a contract. Wait, 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 what are the terms of that? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, it's streaming. Like, so it's like it's on a streaming site okay. in the UK. Right. It's, the, yeah. it's the, the Netflix of the UK, but for comedy is what they call it. Ooh, I probably okay. ordered that all backwards. <laughs> the Netflix of the UK, of the UK for but comedy. for comedy. It's, yes, the, okay, it's, it's, the, Netflix, <laughs> it's the Netflix of comedy, but in the UK? <laughs> There we go. Okay. Uh, there we All go. Right. That's a little sure. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And so it's a, uh, if you go, actually, I just Googled it the other day because um, I also, there's that and they have like a fast track kind of thing where um, it's supposed to be on their fast channels where um, it could mm. just stream randomly on like, it's the side channels on the Roku or whatever. Okay. So, yeah. and so you like, might, yeah. I'm you interested. might get recommended. Like, yeah. So I'm yeah. excited to see what happens with that. But yeah, it's straight. I recorded it here 
and put it out. And like, you know, it's also out here on Bandcamp and stuff like that. But the actual video is like out uh, through there. Oh, wow. So, so, do, so do you like, you know, you, you, you've talked a little bit about loving humble, but is there a tension there? Because it's like, you know, there's only so much you can do with comedy in Humboldt. Like, do you feel a pull to like, if I'm going to pursue this to, you know, any level up from this, I, I, I have, do I, do you have to leave? Like, how does that work? So weirdly enough, I don't feel that way. And um, I mean, cause like, I'll just get in my car and go and do a show somewhere. Yeah. Come back. But do you, um, do you miss out on a, like connections that way? Or do you, 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 you don't you, feel like that's a problem? A little there. I mean, I guess there would be more connections if you were out of town and you were in like somewhere like LA or somewhere like that, but the grind would be completely different as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, up here, you're doing five minutes of material, 10 minutes of material at an open mic practicing and doing stuff with the chance to get on shows. If you go and do a show, uh, do a mic in LA, you know, you're getting maybe three minutes. Nobody's paying attention to you. Right. Doesn't mean that you're going to get on a show or anything. And if you do get on a show, um, it could be a poorly like, you know, a set up show and stuff like that. You know, there's no telling. So I feel like I don't feel the need to move to pursue my comedy career when I can get in my car and go do comedy somewhere else. How about you this make- then? Would it be would it be a good idea for LA comedians to move to Humboldt because then they might get more stage time and uh, be be noticed and and gain confidence and and I think it de- I honestly think it depends on what kind of comic you are. Like if I'm being honest, I've seen LA comics who do come up here and they're like, I can't take it because to, <laughs> to live to live in it full time. To live oh, yeah. here full time is different when you're going, like I, I grew up in the city. I'm originally from Washington, DC. And then I, I, li- I did a lot of city living. And so like, for me, I like quiet though, you know? So I, so this doesn't bother me. I don't like, you know, like, I don't like a bunch of cars. Yeah. I don't like being around. I've dealt with that most of my life. I'm cool with it. I'm over it. Some people come up here, if you're young and you're pursuing this and you're looking for nightlife, you're looking for all this other stuff. Yeah. It's not the same. So like, you know, so, so some comics will come up here and be like, it's great. I would love to live up here. You know, it's great. I love, I love nature. And then some people come here and they're like, I can't, there's not enough going on. You know, like, you know, it takes a certain kind of stock to make it work up here. Like if it's, if it's not, if it doesn't work with your DNA, then, then yeah, it's just going to be a struggle for you to try and exist here. Yeah, like I was like, yeah, the second I got up here and like once I started doing comedy and stuff, I was like, I have no reason to move. I have no reason to leave here. I can go and do comedy somewhere else. Once I figured out how to do, you know, get booked on the road and realized I could just go on the road and do comedy. I was like, I don't need to live somewhere else. Yeah, Yeah, that's 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 great. Yeah. Yeah. And you got the kids, too. You know, uproot them. But then what what is the I mean, what what is your your next goal then with with your your comedy you know you're going out on the road is the next thing you know to record another album or is it to try to like get on a tour with somebody so yeah opener like what do you what do you do right now i mean like i you know i do go out on my own and like go out with people from around here and like do shows and like you know headline or feature and new stuff the hope is to obviously, you know, latch on and get on to something bigger uh, to that nature. But in the meantime, I'm still doing all the things to still, you know, move my career forward. Like I did the last album. I'm working on this album uh, coming up called 37. Um, and like, uh, and so like, it's, I'm still moving towards that. I, I have my hour that I'm polishing up. Mm-hmm. And to get ready to do that and like to continue to move in that direction and like to try to, I'm also, you know, looking at, you know, different avenues. I still do music. So it's like, it's not solely just being uh, content with just doing, you know, pers- stand up, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's 
I'm not just going to stay and do my set. I'm going to continue to move on. I want to do this hour. I have a whole nother hour I want to do after this. I'm going to like, you know, so the progress doesn't stop for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so we're, we're, we're getting near the, the, the hour that we usually allot for these things, but is there, is there anything else that you, you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to? Is there anything like that you want to plug that we, we didn't get around to or. Yeah, I we did Petty since '83, so that was my yeah. that's my comedy yeah. album. I think I, th I think I saw people can can listen to that on. You, you have a band camp, is that right? Yeah. Yep, it's on Bandcamp, mm -hmm. so you know, listen to it there. Um, if you want to sign up for Next Up Comedy, you can go to nextupcomedy.com and you can see it there. Um, I'm I also like have recently got back into doing my music again, so um, I just put out a music album uh, last year. Uh, and that's on like most streaming platforms. It's called Sad Boy Summer. Um, and I'm actually I'm actually working. So I mean, I am working on my next comedy album, but I'm also working on another music album too that I'm putting out soon too. So if you like that one, you can probably pay, <laughs> hit me up and see what's yeah. happening after that. So and then you have a you have a a regular show that you do at Savage Henry. Just just joshing. What what is that? Yeah. It's the last Thursday of the month, um, okay. and it's called, yeah, it is just Josh, and um, it used to be, it, it fluctuates. It's a talk show. Uh, we interview after. We used to have games and stuff pre-COVID, uh, you know, when we could have more interaction and stuff like that. There was more crowd interaction and stuff. Um, right now, it's mostly just a talk show and stand-up comedy. But I do have a direction that I am heading towards for what I'm excited about for the next upcoming Just Joshings. Uh, I want to do a Just Joshing game show okay, uh, with comedy where it'll be open to the comics. You know, we'll have a certain amount of comics, but we'll also have uh, crowd members that can come in and play the games as well. And what I'm going to do is have one of those big retro gaming systems. Okay. Those old, you know, the old ones that have thousands and thousands of games on them that you can play. And uh, we're going to pick random numbers and have the comics compete against each other and the, you know, and the civilians compete against each other and a winner takes all. Wait, what kind what of, kind of, like, what kind of games? games? What kind of games you are you mean, talking about? Yeah. They're going to be all random. So that's why I'm saying like there's okay. a, like video a games. Yeah, video okay. games. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. a thousand boards. That's what games. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you said, right. you said a console. You said a console, but then I was like, well, a game, yeah. sh a game show doesn't yeah. usually, is usually yeah. like a different type of, it's not usually video games that people are playing yeah. on a game show. Watch us yeah. play chess yeah. now. Yeah. 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 Everybody. Yeah. You and you. <laughs> well, cool. So, yeah. So, yeah. I'm yeah. interested in that. So, all right. Okay. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, Josh, again, you know, thank you so much for being willing to do this and uh, you're already comfortable. So uh, we'll just let just, you yeah. go to sleep yeah. now. You, take I'm, take take my, yeah, I'm going to take these glasses <laughs> off and go right into a nap. Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. Uh, nice meeting you and uh, yeah. be looking forward to coming out and, and seeing you at, the, at Savage Henry. So okay. Good. All right. You got it. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks All right. again, thanks. man. Thanks, Josh. Thanks. All right, that's it. And uh, so, yeah, if you are feeling like the, the last two years have sucked all the jo jovialness out of your soul, maybe you want to go spend a night at, at Savage Henry Comedy Club, Josh and the gang would love to have you. And you can go see Josh perform the last Thursday of, of every month. Am I correct about that? I already I forget. He said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Josh Barnes' uh, Facebook page, and there, I, I'm sure you'll find it. Yes, and check him out on uh, on Bandcamp as well, so you can listen to his comedy album. Oh, good. I also forget what it's called already. This is really good. Uh, it's called uh, <laughs> Petty Since 83. Oh, which yes. I'm gonna, okay. I'm going to guess is the year he was born. I, I assumed that as well, the age, yeah. or, or unless... It was just the year that he started being petty. Yeah, maybe he was maybe he was six years old, and up yes. to that point, he was very kind and generous. And at six, he was like, I don't know how old he is now. Now, I think he's like seventy-two. Yeah, I don't 70, know. Yeah. Who knows? Okay, something like that. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, um, as, as as you're as we're moving forward, humble, you know, like there are these little communities, comedy community, mu- you know, uh, musical communities, uh, you know, spoken word communities, just like all all these things that are ready to add some vibrance to your life again. So, uh, you know, if you're feeling if you're feeling brave and you're feeling ready to emerge. Um, there you're gonna run into some grumpy people out there, but don't <laughs> let them get you down. Yeah, just go out and 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 find community again and uh, get your brain better. Absolutely, yeah. I think it's understandable that some people are still feeling cautious, and that's okay. Don't do anything you're not comfortable with, but there are ways to go out there safely. And I think most of us agree that we we want to get these things going again. We don't want them to go away. It's part of our our community yeah. so uh so go out there and support support keep, these guys keep humble doing stuff yeah all right yeah. thanks for listening all right see y'all